are listening to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, sponsored by Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. Now, here are your hosts of AST, Keaton Homer and Isaiah Freeman. All right, we welcome you to another edition of the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. So glad to have you along wherever you might be listening to this podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, wherever you might get your podcast. Glad to have you along. Keaton Homer, Isaiah Freeman, uh, very special guest, Kodiak Boys basketball head coach John Malloy joining us here today to talk about Kodiak Hoops and then also to talk about a little bit of the Joe Floyd tournament that's coming up uh, yep. this weekend as well. So Isaiah... Awesome to have Coach Malloy join us. Oh, it's it's great. I I've heard nothing but great things about the Joe Floyd. That's one of the tournaments that I've not been able to get to. Just comes at when we were coaching, when Brad and I were coaching, we wanted to get to the Joe Floyd. We wanted to, but it just with the week that it was, it was just hard with some of the families that we had. It just was difficult. But I always hear awesome things. King Crab hospitality room is the best in the state. Nobody can beat it. It's just an amazing experience. So wait, you're telling me you had the opportunity to go down, but were unable to make it? Or that, that is true. That is true. A few years back, when I was coaching during the scheduling meeting, Joe Floyd tournament wanted us. We wanted to go, but we were not able to secure enough support because uh-huh. uh, <laughs> we have no money. We had no money in the budget for airline of any kind. Basically. I had to fundraise to pay the officials. So oh. going to Kodiak was going to be a little bit a little bit more of a difficult uh, thing to swing on that one. Well, I think on that note, <laughs> we should welcome in head coach John Malik. Coach, how can we get Isaiah to Kodiak for this tournament maybe next year? That's what I'm talking uh, about. Hey, well, we we would love to have him down. Uh, we we invite anybody, all teams to come down. It's, uh, you know, Kodiak's a great place but it is a little difficult to get to sometimes and uh yeah the hospitality room seems to be the uh the, the talk of the town whenever uh joe floyd tournament is uh is in session so super true so talk about the history of this tournament obviously it's a long-standing tradition uh 55 years 56 years of this tournament going on now coach uh, just talk yeah. about a little bit of the history of it yeah so this is the 55th uh tournament uh annual tournament that we've had uh it goes back to 1967 um and uh we you know we had boys champions up until 1972 then we started having girls champions also um we've had some amazing teams coming uh throughout the state of alaska to come here uh every once in a while we get teams from out of state which is great um we've got some uh i think uh, mario chalmers from bartlett was here so we've had some uh great players coming through kodiak and uh the, the crowds in Kodiak are, are amazing. Um, I've coached uh, in the state since 2000. And, um, you know, other than state and occasionally uh, regionals, um, Kodiak fans, I think, are, are they love basketball. There's a lot of rich Kodiak uh, basketball history, but also people who just love the sport. Uh, they know a lot about the sport and um, they appreciate good basketball. So a lot of times you'll see fans coming to games that Kodiak isn't involved in, but right. boy, we, you know, they're just watching and they interact with the coaches positively um, off the court, talking to him, talking about basketball. Um, it's a basketball community and that really shines during Joe Floyd. No, it really does. And, you know, obviously the weekend of Christmas is huge for you guys with the Joe Floyd tournament. Talk about the teams coming in this year. What are you, who are the teams coming 
uh, to Kodiak trying to make their way down there to participate in the, the tournament this Christmas week? Yeah, so this year we've got uh, Lumen Christi, uh, Sitka, Hutchinson, and Thunder Mountain um, are the teams this year. So uh, there's a there's a, a mix. Some of those teams are bringing girls and boys teams. Some are just girls teams or boys teams. But um, we've got a good mix. Um, last year, uh, we didn't get uh, the teams down here because of the weather. Um, so we're hungry. We're hungry for basketball down here. It'll be the first time the Kodiak fans have seen um, their home teams play here. We just had an alumni game last week, but we're not counting that. Um, <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to having these teams here. And, and what's nice about this tournament is we do try to get teams that we normally don't see in our region from different parts of the state of Alaska also. Talk about some of the scheduling logistics of trying to get teams here. How far out are you planning this tournament to make this happen here in the last last month of the year? Well, so our, our athletic director, uh, Deborah Rohr, starts, uh, I would say, a year out. But honestly, it's more than that. Um, she takes care of housing. Um, we usually give teams uh, school district vans or buses here. So there is a rental one rental place here. Uh, but uh, we try to. Uh, share the love here a little bit as far as uh, uh, accommodations go and and um, vehicles um it uh so she starts over a year out i know that she's got uh there's there's various people in the community that donate uh not king crab anymore but <laughs> salmon and halibut and uh we we have a great seafood bank where all the teams come together they eat together we mix tables um, they get to know different players from different areas and that's that's great um after the awkward silence on either side of the room you know you bring them <laughs> together and uh and they start to, to talk to each other there but uh um you know there's so many logistical plans even the hospitality room we're dealing with that right now parents are are uh, bringing in what they what they make and um, we're assigning players certain uh, dishes to bring uh, for that as well. And it, it's also nice for us to bring in uh, uh, referees from out of, out of right. our dis district as well. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's great. And, you know, we've got a lot of repeat uh, business here with some, some of the referees. So they, they like to come down also. Talking with head coach John Malloy of uh, Kodiak basketball, talking about the Joe Floyd tournament. Starts on Wednesday, December 27th. So depending on when you're listening to this podcast, uh, you might be able to go back in time a little bit and maybe catch up some games. Um, so 27th, 28th, 29th is jam-packed of basketball. Coach, you guys start at like 10 in the morning, I think, uh, 1030, and it goes all yeah. the way to like 7? It does, yeah. And, you know, and what, what, how many tournaments have you all been to that they, they uh, start that last game on time, right? right so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and it's our tournament, so we're, we're the last game of the night. So, uh, yeah, we'll be there for the long haul. Matter of fact, I think the first game tomorrow is our JV guys uh, yeah. going against Lumen Christie's bringing some of their JV down. So, another nice thing that we do in, in this tournament is we try to give, um, like little dribblers and middle school teams a chance to play also. So, so um, we kind of do it to ourselves a little bit, but, you know, like I said, this is a basketball community, basketball crowd. They want to see their kids playing ball on the big court. So uh, in between the high school games, we try to squeeze in short uh, little dribbler games with, uh, oh. with kids all the way from sixth grade, all the way through middle school. Um, and I think we've even got a JVC team uh, blue and gold game that we're going to try to squeeze in on the last day. That's awesome. That is really cool to bring all those, you know, everybody in the community essentially coming together. Uh, yeah. Even if you're not one of the, the high school players. So that's pretty cool. Right. Um, right. So you guys have already started your season. You've got a few games under your belt. You played up here in Anchorage, uh, participating in the service tip off uh, Cougar classic. 
kind of tell us a little bit about your team and how you kind of feel out about them, you know, three, four games into the season. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is my first year as a head coach with Kodiak. I'm replacing kind of an icon here, David Anderson, who moved over to the girls um, team. But I've coached since 2000 here, left a while, coached overseas for a bit. Um, but the team this year is great. We've got uh, a lot. Uh, we got a few returning guys. We've got, we've got an older team, but some of the guys have uh, have not played organized ball before. So uh, teaching them some some basic basketball IQ things, working them into the system. Um, but we've got some height, which is nice. Uh, Kodiak height isn't exactly the same as, as Anchorage height, but um, we'll take we'll, we'll take anybody in the sixes there. Uh, but um, but they're doing uh, you know the service tip off classic uh, was a great start for us, and we're very fortunate to have been invited to that. Um, kind of getting the rust off and. Uh, me learning about the the team that I've got them learning how I'm coaching and um but it was it was a great tournament well uh, we walked out of that tournament uh one one win three losses um but great great competition and uh, we got to see some amazing teams from California which was great um and uh prepped us real well for the Joe Floyd and then after that we're going to go to the uh, Joe T tournament up in Fairbanks in 2 weeks well three tournaments to start the year uh for you guys are you a fan of all the tournaments? I mean, to start the season, I mean, obviously it's a lot of games in a short time span um, before you guys get into your conference play and everything like that. Do you like having all these basketball tournaments to, to kind of start I, your I, year? I love it. I love Yeah. And uh, coming from Kodiak, when you get off the rock, you got to make the most of it. Right. Right. Uh, so um, we're dropping some serious coin to, to get to the mainland there. So when we, when we're there, we, we want to play uh, anybody and, and everybody. So um, yeah, these tournaments are great. Um, back to backs, a little in, uh, intense. Um, so we've got, we've actually spaced it really well this year. We've got a great schedule this year. So uh, service tip off was two weeks ago. We had the alumni game last weekend. We've got uh, Joe Floyd this week. Next week, uh, we play Soldatna, and then after that, we go to the Joe T. So we've spaced them out really nice, but it is a lot of basketball. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the players are kind of drinking through a fire hose as far as <laughs> basketball. Uh, but but that's great. You know, I'd rather have them engulfed in it, surrounded by it, watching it, living it, loving it, you know, this, this time of year. And then we can fine-tune things as the season goes on. You know, you talked about your alumni game. Isaiah, I'm kind of curious who was at the alumni game for you guys. Can you give us some names, Coach? Oh, uh, oh man. Who, who's I, there? I, Isaiah Heiner, uh, Frankie Marsalo, um, uh, Alex Holland, uh, the um, Rochelot brothers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it, it was like an all-star team. Oh, I know. I just wanted a few guys. And then, of course, my assistant coaches were, you know, moved over. We're all alumni from here. So right. uh, the only the only coach who didn't play was me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Zach Keplinger, Charlie Garcia, Alfie Agmada, they all played. Um, they're all helping coach this year, too. So, yeah, it was a kind of a who's who of all-stars from Kodiak yeah. past. It was it was great. Um, and, of course, we've got alumni coaches as well in the stand. So, right. um, uh, you know, it's, it's all part of kind of the – the mystique of basketball in Kodiak here. Uh, the, it, it, there's a, a legacy here of, of great coaches, great players that stick around and come back and love to watch and, and be a part of basketball. Any questions for coach that you well, can think of Isaiah? Coach, looking at the, the teams, you've got Lumen Christie, you've got Thunder Mountain, you've got Hutch. Do you, do you know a lot about those teams at this point right now? Have you been able to watch a lot of tape? I mean, I know Sitka right. was in their tournament and they were able to, I think they ended up winning their tournament. Yeah. 
um, yeah. Lumen Christie boys. I don't know if they've played or not yet. So I'm just kind of curious, how familiar are you with these teams that are coming in? Well, they have played. I've been watching film. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I watched that Sitka, um, Chukiak game just this morning. So, uh, oh yeah, no, they've all been playing and, uh, we, we got to watch the Thunder Mountain boys, um, at the service tip-off tournament, but, uh, the boys are not coming to the Joe Floyd tournament. The girls are, um, we do have a, uh, a, a trip planned to go down to Juno and play Thunder Mountain once, and then we'll play the Juno Douglas bears twice. Um, eventually, uh, they're not in our conference, but I, that's going to be great. I can't remember the last time Kodiak's been down to Juno, so that's going to be a great, uh, trip, but, um, yeah, I've watched film, uh, the last few days I've watched some on Lumen Christie, uh, and, um, Sitka. I haven't gotten a whole lot of, uh, film yet on, um, Hutchinson, but, um, you know, at really with a, a new team, I mean, it, for us, Every game is going to be a learning experience, and uh, there's, you know, it's basketball ups and downs all every game, right. and yeah. uh, and I've I've got a pretty good bench, a pretty 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 big bench, so um, it'd be great to have everybody get some playing experience. I know every every team that comes here wants that, so um, get the guys that maybe aren't in the starting five in a little bit more than than usual would be great, um, but we'll see. You'll see how uh, we'll see we'll see what it's like. So you don't really know what everybody's bringing. That's true. That's one thing about these tournaments. I mean, you can scout and scout and then, you know, something you don't see on tape is going to be there that you haven't seen before. So it's always kind right. of a kind of a crapshoot, so to speak, at times, depending on your, your oh. draw on a tournament. Oh, it is. And this time of year, what you have one or two games to watch. And maybe that was just that right. that student, that player's career night, you know, so I'm I'm saying, hey, watch out for 14. He's a shooter. And come to find out he's never scored that many threes in his life and yeah i'm guarding the wrong guy uh. you know? so yeah. yeah what's one of the things you're looking forward to the most whether it's the basketball games this weekend whether it's just the uh you know other teams coming in and associating with those i mean what is it about this joe floyd tournament um that you really enjoy the most perhaps uh, you know, I, again, I'm an alumni, so as a player, I, I really enjoyed watching teams that I normally don't see coming to the tournament. Like, I mean, to me, it was always the big, the big Anchorage schools, like East. Yeah. Here comes, you know, uh, I, I we never got a chance to play against Trajan and, and that crew, but we, uh, I think that Carlos Boozer and his Ielson team did come down one year. So just exposing I, not only the community, but the players who are hopefully looking at at more intricate things during the game, really exposing them to good basketball and other coaching styles and, and other kids, their age from, from other parts of the state. I think that's, that's great, but it's always nice to see kids that aren't from here being able to see Kodiak also. Like we, we still got bears out right now. Sometimes (laughs) uh, some of the kids schedule uh, little trips on some of the fishing boats, the crab boats are in right now. Um, you know, it's beautiful out here right now, as far as the weather goes. So hopefully that sticks around, but, um, but it's, it's neat talking to the coaches after the tournament's over, seeing how they spent their time, not just watching basketball, but uh, spending time in our community and, and seeing Kodiak, you know, a little bit more than just the basketball court. You mentioned your alumni. I want, I want a memory from you from as a player, just overall from your career at Kodiak, but then also a memory of the Joe T, uh, not the Joe T, sorry, the, um, Joe the, Floyd. the Floyd. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> lots, uh, of jokes. Floyd. lots of Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There Joe is. T, there Joe is. Floyd, you know, so uh, give me, <laughs> give me two overall memories, a memory from when you were playing just overall and then from the tournament. Sure. Uh, let's see. Well, um, you know, it's, it's, 
I graduated in 94 and I can't even tell you who was on the, who, who came here for Joe Floyd. But, um, but, you know, I do remember that it, it, it's such a, uh, all-encompassing tournament for the community so you had you know the, the uh, king and queen of kindness the court the dance team the cheerleaders <laughs> from all the schools the bands were coming um you know that's really what stands out to me it's almost like a, I mean every day you're just getting new kids from new schools doing their thing at our gym and uh, and and that that's part of the cool thing about this tournament. Usually, it's not just the basketball team; it's the dance teams, the cheerleaders, the 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 band. Like I said, all right. of those, and they bring them all. So every two hours, you're getting a, a new stream of two different teams with all of their their uh, school spirit all at, at Kodiak. So that's one thing I remember as a player, as as a coach. Um, you know, there's so many last second shots. I remember David Craddy's uh, last second shot at Joe Floyd to win it one year. Um, I, I want to say that might have been against East, possibly West, or I can't, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I, I can't remember. <laughs> but I mean, at my, yeah, there, there's so many. It's, uh, you know, every year the local newspaper does a great seven or eight page write up on, on all the teams and the history. Uh, Derek, Clarkson is our uh, local sports reporter and he does an amazing job yeah. uh, write, writing out the program. So, Well, tournament kicking off this weekend. Tomorrow you have your coaches meeting, I'm sure, to start tomorrow and then basketball after that on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, so it should be a fun and interesting Joe Floyd tournament this year, the 55th edition of it. Coach, before we let you go, we got to find a way that Isaiah and myself can make it down. Yes, there. yes. We, we got to plan this out. Work. Well, you know, we're always looking for refs. If you guys got any zebra oh. shirts, you guys can bring them up. <laughs> good one. All, like right. That. All, right. Good. All right. Solid. Well, uh, Solid. we'll think about that now. All right. I'll, I'll take the test. Right. You don't, you don't need a whistle. No whistle. Oh, no, no whistle. Okay. No whistle required. All right. Now, All right. Yeah. Coach John Malloy, the boys basketball program at Kodia. John, right, thanks. How, yeah. how do, um, for those of us like Keaton and I, who are not going to be able to make it to the Joe Floyd, how does – is there is it streaming on the NFHS network? Do you have your own streaming? Where can somebody watch it? Well, we'll have the uh, NHS. I, I always get the acronym the NFHS wrong. NFHS That's network. All That's right. it right there. Yeah, Beautiful. so that'll yeah that'll All be right. it. Um, yep, yep. Sweet, perfect. Sounds good, Coach John Malloy. Thanks for uh, joining us here on the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Appreciate it. Hey, th thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. All right, so tournament coming up this weekend should be fun, uh, exciting basketball happening down in Kodiak. Kicks off on the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Uh, always an interesting, fun tournament. Always get some good teams down there, Isaiah, yeah. throughout the years. It's a classic. It's That's why it's been around for 55 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Is it the longest it, it tournament? Might, it's got to be up there. If it's not the longest, it's one. It's in the top three. Yeah, for sure. Because I know the service tip-off classic, it's been around for a number of years. 44, 45. Right. Yeah. And so, obviously, the Joe Floyd, obviously, has been down there for a number of years. For those of you who don't know who Joe Floyd is, he lived in the community, taught at yep. the high school there for numerous years. Yep. Uh, so, he was a pillar uh, in, in that community, especially at the Kodiak High School. So, that's why the tournament is named after him there. So. Welcome to the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. You are joined with Isaiah Freeman, and we also have some special guests going to talk about the 2023 Clark Cochran Christmas Classic. I have to go a little slower when I say that, try and say that five times fast. Just doesn't work. I tried before. 
We are joined with Kelly Smith, uh, girls basketball coach at Ketchikan, as well as the athletic director, and then Eric Stockhausen, the boys basketball coach. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. Yep, glad to be here. So, Kelly, I'm going to start with you. Um, I know as being the AD, uh, that's a, a role I've filled a few times before in my life. And I'm just looking at the bracket, it looks like an absolutely fabulous tournament and who you have and all that. Just speak to who you've got, what who you got in the girls, who you got in the boys, and kind of the process of putting all this together. Well, we're excited this year to have uh, multiple teams with their boys and girls coming. It kind of brings a, a better atmosphere to the gym. I think just uh, they travel bigger when they travel together and have more support. Um, you know, those teams being Bethel coming all the way from – way out there and Grace Christian, Monroe Catholic. Um, and then we've got, you know, Metlakatla is just uh, across the bay from us and they, they travel really well and bring a, a entire community into town. So that's a lot of fun. Um, looking at, you know, some of the 4A boys squads with service and West Anchorage, um, Thunder Mountain, We've we've just feel we've got a, a boys bracket that is is really solid with top eight to ten teams in the state. Um, on the girls side, you know I think Grace Christian. Looking at them, they are arguably I don't care what classification they're a top four team in the state. Monroe Catholic with with Coach O up there is in a semi or state final every year. Um, so it's just really loaded um, RPI games across the board for everybody that's coming other than the the one school from Crook County, Oregon. So a lot, a lot of fun. Um, you know, this tournament has always been built around word of mouth. It it hasn't historically been really hard to fill um, until probably the co after the COVID years when we're, we're starting fresh. Um, but we have such a, a wonderful basketball community, great environment. Um, pep bands, pep clubs, big, you know, awesome facility. So teams, a lot of times teams will come looking, especially on the boys side. I think I had two or three other teams that sitting on a waiting list um, in September where, you know, we, our goal is to have this filled by right after the state scheduling meeting in January. So. No, that's a, uh, looking at the brackets. Uh yeah, uh, you aren't lying. You've got WPI or RPI games all over the place and some really interesting battles. Uh, yeah, and I, I, the Grace girls and the Grace boys coming out of their tournament and what they did. Uh, I'm looking, you know, all the games are really, I mean, it's, I, I really wish I could fly down there for these games because I, I would camp out in the gym. And I'm assuming that there's probably a lot of people that are going to be camping out in the gym watching these games. I'd, Coach Eric, when you're looking at this boys bracket, and I mean, what are what are you seeing when you see this? When we look at scheduling the tournament, we really try to seed it as a true one to eight. Um, so, you know, we've been we've all been to tournaments where the field gets loaded opposite the home team, so the home team can be in the championship. In six, 15 tournaments, I think we've only been in like three championship games. Which, so I'm not sure I love the tournament. We always <laughs> seem to attract really good teams that have 
we have a hard time getting to that big game. Um, but we want that's the first thing is try to seed it. Second is keep conference opponents away from each other. Um, like it, you talked with Blasco on a previous podcast, we could play each other seven, eight, nine times a year. Um, well, seven times in the region. If we see them in a tournament, um, we come to Anchorage twice and each school's in that tournament. We're just hoping not to see them an eighth, ninth, tenth time out of 30 games. Um, so, you know, there is some intrigue. Josh Camp at West used to coach at Met Lacatla, so that set up for a nice storyline. Um, so we try to we try to make connections. But I'm excited about this tournament because there, all of the coaches on the boys' side, we are we go way back and we have great friendships. We actually started a text chain and um, the coach speak and the that stuff has already started. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. it, it, we're mostly going to have an a, a, um, AABC breakfast pretty much every morning since everybody's a member and Frank is on our, on our board. Uh, Jason is the vice president. I'm the president. So we're going to have a meeting um, to, <laughs> to talk about, coaches association stuff so it's exciting um we have some of the best players in the state that'll be here so get your popcorn ready it's going to be a heck of a tournament yeah no lie this uh we're uh joined by kelly smith and eric stockhausen the ketchikan varsity coaches for boys and girls talking about the clark cochran christmas classic in uh starting on wednesday the 27th of december and you know, Kelly, when you when you look at your bracket, the girls' bracket, and you've been coaching there a long time. At you know, I, I really do. I I believe you know what you were talking about, uh, Eric, with how the well the bracket is balanced. I it is it is really a, an impressive field. So, Kelly, when you're looking at the girls, what are what are you seeing? Well. Immediately, I see uh, Metlakatla Grace Christian are both teams with state championship aspirations. Um, their Metlakatla has been, you know, I think runner up two out of the last three years, and they've got, and that's with sophomores and juniors and their seniors this year. So, for a two A school, they run five or six kids over five eleven. Um, and then Grace Christian, we know their young group kind of walked through a state title last year. So that that's kind of a real intriguing matchup. Um, Monroe, you know, like anything Frank's involved in, is they're going to compete hard. He says this is a real big athletic group. Um, I know Bartlett came in. We played them last year. They were, had, were missing a player who is now back. And then they've got two guards that can flat out just shoot the basketball. Um, Palmer, you know, a lot of bodies, a lot of experience. Um, coach does a nice job with them. Coach Keith does a nice job with them. Crook County, you know, it's, it's weird. Usually there's one or two out of state teams in each bracket. Um, that is getting a little harder and harder to fill. We have some that come every other year. 
but Crook County is a gentleman by the name of Bob Boback who used to coach down in Gig Harbor, who's been, this will be his fourth time here, first time with Crook County. He called me and he said, we'll come, but I, I, I want to be on your side of the bracket <laughs> because <laughs> people come here, they want to play in the environment and the night games against us. Um, so we either both have to lose or both have to win to make that happen. You know, Bethel, I know is a bunch of juniors now that, you know, they've been building, they get closer and closer with Barrow and Nome every year and uh, beat Nome a couple times. So they're a bunch of juniors that are, are ready to start making their, their name at the state tournament. So, yeah, it's a, uh, I look at the bracket right off the bat. We're kind of a young team, rebuilding team. I'm like, I, I'm hoping I can see a, a win in there for us somewhere. So that brings me to my point. You got, or another question is, so tell me a little bit about your guys' squads. We've kind of gone over the bracket and uh, we'll go over it a little bit more and we're definitely going to be doing some instant updates on results and things like that. But, you know, we'll start with you, uh, Coach Smith. What, what are you looking at with your team? Is this your first, are these going to be your first games or, or what, where are you guys at? No, we, uh, we played North pole last week. North pole is an up and coming team out of Fairbanks. We split with them um, in a tight game Friday night. And then they played really well and we did not play well at all Saturday and they really put it to us. Um, and that kind of goes along the lines of we've got two seniors, one, um, you know, is was the second team All-State kid from last year. And then everybody else are juniors, freshmen, and sophomore that don't have a ton of varsity minutes, um, aside from one young lady who tore her ACL last year in February, and she got cleared this week. So we're excited to get her back for next week. But, uh, yeah, we're – we're young. We're learning to play hard. We we make a, a ton of mistakes. Um, I'm just trying to teach them what 100% feels like. So once we once they know what 100% feels like, then we can start to require it every possession. Um, I think we could be dangerous. We just we're small. Um, we got to shoot the ball well. We've got to we got to make what I call RBPs, really big plays. We got and. Uh, we got to compete on the boards and if we can do those things um, and just get better every day, I think, I think we can compete. And the funny thing is we were in this situation last year, kind of exactly. And we walk into our tournament and end up winning it when honestly we had no business winning it last year. And uh, it's really easy to play hard against 2000 people screaming and um, I almost felt like we peaked at our tournament last year. So we're going to, we're just going to trust the process and keep working and try to get better every day. Oh, that, Hey, that's all you can do. I like, I like that uh, idea. Uh, Coach Stockhausen, what about uh, the boys side for catch a can? Well, <clears throat> compared to last year, we're fairly unrecognizable. We bring three starters back, but, the last three years, almost four years, we've started two five-seven point guards. And so we were extremely guard heavy. Um, we replaced our starting lineup could be on a given night six seven, six five, six four, six three, five five, with six three coming off the bench. 
so while we're working on different ways to handle getting the ball up the court, we we're going to pose some challenges for people with our size and we're not, <clears throat> we're not very slow either with that size. We have three kids that could be in consideration for all conference, if not possibly all state. Uh, they're the returning. Well, two of them are returning starters, six, six, four and a half or six, five, Andrew Kleinschmidt. He shoots it. He penetrates well. Um, Marcus Stockhausen is running the point for us mostly. He claims he's 6'4". I know he's 6'3 and three quarters, so I don't give it to him. <laughs> um, and then we have a four-year starter's brother, uh, R.C. Lorenzo, who's at 5'5", but really is a good player for us. So the other guys have really improved. 6'7", Jared Rhodes uh, had, had a great weekend against North Pole, I think. Um, close to a double-double Friday, and then 15, uh, 15 rebounds on Saturday. Um, so it, it's it'll be interesting to see what we can do. Um, we've got a junior, 6'3 junior, who's pretty bouncy, uh, Jonathan Skoblik, and we've got a 6'3 senior who who's really improved and will provide some punch. And we got a couple other defensive specialists to throw in there at times. Wow, that sounds like definitely a flip. You can't teach height. I mean, that's one thing you can't teach. You can teach a lot of things, but you can't uh, get guys on the rack or girls on the rack and kind of stretch them out. They're only so we, tall. That's impressive. We went to team camp, and Frank thought I was sandbagging. I thought we would be about 500 because we lost so much skill. And when we got down there, we actually found out that size really helps us. <laughs> yeah yeah it it can help there's no doubt you match that with some skill and there that's a that's a dangerous combo so before we uh let you guys go again the clark cochran christmas classic uh starting on wednesday the 27th or no thursday the 20 no that is a wednesday wednesday the 27th and boy it is a stacked stacked tournament so are any of these games going to be streamed where people that aren't in Ketchikan area or don't travel down there are going to be able to, to watch any of these games? Absolutely. Um, all of our streamed, uh, all of our games are streamed by KPU Ketchikan public utilities. They're broadcast live throughout our community on the, the regular cable network. Um, you can find the link. If you go to uh, the Ketchikan high school website, just search it. There's a quick link on the homepage of Ketchikan High School. It says K-High Live Streaming. Every game will be in there. Um, Metlakatla and Ketchikan games will be plugged into announcers. So we've got live live announcers for the Ketchikan and Metlakatla games. Um, but, yep, games are streamed, high-quality streaming. We, you know, two, three camera angles professionally done by uh, our local community. That's, that's great. I will definitely be – checking that out and we'll be pumping that out through the Alaska sports talk podcast as well to get uh, people to watch. Cause I tell you what, this, you, you guys did a great job putting this together with the teams that are down there and the way the bracket is laid out. And it is going to be really, really interesting. All the games look great. I, my eye especially went to the service grace game for the boys bracket at five 30 on Wednesday. That's going to be a, that's going to be a wild one right there. That is that is going to be a wild one. 
all of them. <laughs> that one especially, I just like, whoa, that is quite the first round matchup. I well, that is that is that's going to be going to no lie. You're going to have a packed gym watching those games, no doubt. Well, I look right at you know. I just first looked at Monroe Thunder Mountain boys first boys game. Uh, oh, Thunder man. Mountain uh, brings a lot back, and you know Frank reputation speaks for itself. So yeah, it that, that's going to be a game too. No, <laughs> it, it is it is a stacked bracket for both boys and girls. All of all of my coaching friends are questioning our friendship once they saw the bracket. Like, really? <laughs> I have to play them? I thought we were friends. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand why they saw that. I mean, I saw that bracket and I went, "Whoa!" First time I saw it, I was like, "Yikes! That is, that is quite the field." I wish I would have be able to get down there for that. But you can bet that I'll be watching on the, the stream again. That's searching, searching for the Ketchikan High School webpage, and then there's the links on there to watch the game. So we'll definitely be plugging that as well. Thank you, gentlemen, for getting on the Alaska Sports Talk podcast and talking about your tournament. I'm going to be doing some instant reaction things from some of the tournaments uh, next week uh, or this week, depending on when you're listening to this podcast for the, the catch a can tournament, the Juno tournament, mountain city tournament. And then we also have the Joe Floyd as well. So lots of tournaments happening that, uh, and I would say some four of the more prestigious tournaments around the state happening in that Christmas break. So gentlemen, thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate it. And uh, good luck as a, uh, that that is a stacked field. You guys, I think you're going to need it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, gentlemen. That's going to kind of wrap things up here. So make sure uh, you like, subscribe wherever you have uh, found us here to listen to the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Isaiah sponsors. Should we shout them out? We can shout them out. Roger, Roger Briley and Associates. Guido's, the bike shop, the Alaska Club. Alaska seafood and sausage. Yum, yum. Yes. Yep. So fantastic. Proud to have our sponsors uh, supporting the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. For right now, uh, be sure you check out alaskasportstalk.com. Get caught up on all the previous episodes, including uh, you can get caught up on this one as well. So for Isaiah Freeman, I'm Keaton Homer. Until the next episode of the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Good night.